you for tuning in to this power-packed podcast by David Oyelowo. Are you ready to take giant strides in your walk to success? Do you think you can achieve more within a shorter period? Well then, you're in the right place. This is Success Catalyst. We bring you word-based principles and practical wisdom needed to supercharge your growth and accelerate your success than you ever thought possible. If this is your first time joining us, kindly subscribe and hit the notification bell to receive updates when a new video is uploaded. Today on Success Catalyst, it's time to accelerate. Welcome to the Success Catalyst Podcast. I am David Oyeleye. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. God bless you. The flower fades, the grass withers, but the word of the Lord remains forever. I am always excited to have this opportunity and privilege to be in your house and to be a part of your life today, to share God's wisdom and power with you. It is my chiefest joy. And this week, I'm going to share a word that I believe will bring tremendous blessing and power to your life. What I want to share today on today's podcast is a little bit controversial and I believe it's going to change your life if you accept, understand and believe the truth. Um, it is true that we serve a God of miracles. It is true that our God performs miracles. It is true that he does miracles. But what I'm going to say today is going to sound so very, very controversial, but I, bef- but I hope you're going to understand my, my, um, my argument, you're going to understand my conviction about this subject matter. So first I need to clarify to you that I am not against miracle because before I start talking, you may have this idea that oh, this guy is, a, is, a, is a, not a miracle person out there. I need to first clarify to you that I'm not against miracle, neither am I an anti-miracle teacher. Or believer, I have experienced a lot of them myself personally and even in my life and in ministering to others, I've experienced miracles. I've, 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 I've talked to a gas before, an empty gas to, to be filled up so that I can cook and all of those things. I've experienced a lot of miracles that I can go into details on the podcast. And I've also, you know, I've been ministering to other people, ministering to other believers. I've experienced miracles and all of that. But uh, what I want to share today is that I don't consider living from miracle to miracle as God's best. You know, there are people who would want God to supernaturally do something for them um, or miraculously. In fact, let's let's mind the words. There is a difference from the there's a diff there's a there's a there's a difference between the words supernatural and miraculous. Living in the supernatural is living in the blessings of God. Why miraculous has to do with suspension of natural laws. The Bible says that man shall live by the every word that comes from the mouth of God. Man shall live by the every word. Say the just shall live by faith. They say the just shall live by miracles. And many times we feel that because we are Christians, we are entitled to miracles. But miracles, even though it comes from God, is not God's best. And I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain to you today what I mean. So, as I was saying, I don't consider living on miracles to miracle as God's best for our lives. God never created us to survive by miracles. He designed us to live in the blessings. Many people are constantly looking for miracles from God and this set of people end up missing out on God's best, His blessing. Miracles are good, of course, but God prefers we live a life of blessing to the point, to the point that we don't even, we might not even need a miracle from God. See, it is possible to live a life that we don't need a miracle. 
miracle from God. It is possible. That kind of life is called the uh, the blessed life. It's called the best life. It's a higher kind of life that we don't need miracle. We don't need money. We don't need healing. We don't need provision. We don't need anything. We are living in the blessing. Because miracles are temporal solution to crisis. Why blessings prevent crisis itself and are a, a permanent solution. Now you need to understand the difference. Miracles are perm- uh, sorry, miracles are temporal solution to problems. See, when God gives you a miracle, God is giving you a temporal solution to a problem. Let's assume someone is in financial crisis and God wants to, you know, give uh, solve the problem. If God should provide, you know, money can appear in your suit, money can appear in your back, it can money, money can appear in anywhere, money that you don't work for. But this is suspension of natural law. It's suspension of natural laws because the law is that money is an exchange for value. Now, if money appear in your suit, money appear in all of these things, this is not God's best for you. God might provide it. And we are going to explain detail. We're going to explain in detail the distinction between miracles and blessings. And I'm going to let you to choose what kind of life you want to live in all of that. So miracles are temporal fix. Miracles are temporal solution to current crisis. Why blessing prevent crisis? One of the reasons why we need a miracle is because we are not living in the blessing. Is the people who live in the blessing do not need a miracle. They don't even need a miracle. They don't even need one. And sometimes people might be asking, that, how can you say you will never need a miracle? It is the life. It's, 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 it's part of the life that God has created us to enjoy. God didn't create us to, to always need miracles. And I'm telling you today, it is possible to live life without needing a miracle. That means that you can you can, you can can remain in a state that prevent crisis, that prevent problems, a permanent solution. So today we need to shift our paradigm. We need to shift our mindset. We need to shift our ideology from a miracle mentality to a blessing mentality. From a miracle mentality to a blessed mentality. And when we do this, we will begin to experience more of God's blessing, more of God's prosperity, more of God's success in our life as never before. So this this is a short synopsis of today's podcast. I could just I could just I could just stop it here. Well, I'm not going to do that. So I want to ask you a question: Would you rather walk in blessings or survive on miracles? No doubt, blessings are better than miracles. If you live your life on miracles, you are going to live from crisis to crisis. For instance, it is better to be blessed with wealth than to need a financial miracle. You see, when you get financial miracle from God, the miracle itself does not teach you how to sustain it. That's why people can get financial miracle and still go broke. Because they are not living by the laws of God. Because they are not living by the principles of God. Because they are not living by the wisdom of God. The Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. Get wisdom. And with all you're getting, get understanding. So people who get financial miracle, I'm not against all of those things. Like I said, I've, I've, I've experienced all of this before. But I just believe, I'm of the opinion that it's not God's best to live. It's not the best way to live. And the, and the, and the scripture supports that. That's not God's best. God is not interested that you always need a miracle of five loaves and two fishes all of the time. It doesn't. It doesn't. So it is better, for instance, to be blessed with good health than to always need healing miracle, than to always need healing. There are people who always need healing for their bodies. Does God heal today? Yes. But is that the will of God for your life? No. God doesn't just want you not to be seen. God wants you to be in a state where you don't need healing. In a state where you don't have to confess God's word to be healed. You see, these are these are these are these are libraries available to us in Christ Jesus. These are libraries available to us in the word of God. Yes, another believer can trust God for healing. 
But the Bible says, the Word of God says, by His stripes we were healed. This is a past tense reality. By His stripes we were healed. So it means that we, God intended us that we live in that state, we live in that blessing, we live in that experience. Not we asking God to heal our bodies. God already did. God already did in the past. So living in the blessing is superior to living by miracle. So experiencing miracles in your life is not a proof of spirituality. It's not a proof of experience with God. It's not a proof of spiritual growth. It's not a proof of walking in power. It's not a proof of the it's not a proof that you know the Lord. Experiencing financial miracle. You know, many times I, I, I would tell God, like, why can money just appear in my pocket? And God says, why should money appear in your pocket? So it tells you that this is not God's best to leave. There was a time I was ministering to some set of group of, uh, of believers and I wanted to, uh, I wanted to perform a miracle and all of that and a financial miracle and people would experience financial miracle that week. And after I did that, I, we, we got some testimonies and all that. And God warned me and God told me that he has not asked me to do all of this. That he has not sent me to do all of this. He told me to go there, teach those people how to walk in blessing. And that's exactly what I'm doing today. You see, he has not called me to do miracles. He has not called me to perform miracles. Yes, people will need miracles from time to time, but it is an indication that they are not walking in the blessings of God. So the Lord's preference is not to meet your needs through miracles. It's not it's not his preference. It's not it's not his best to to uh to meet your needs, to solve your problems, to bring you out of crisis through miracles. God wants to bring you out of crisis through His Word, through His Word, through His, uh, his, his uh, supernatural intervention. Now, when I say supernatural, in this context now, I'm not referring to the miraculous. The supernatural is our birthright. We are of the supernatural. We are of the supernatural. Now, the supernatural doesn't mean, doesn't mean that there is no natural laws involved in it. That's why it's called supernatural. It's above the natural. But they see an element of the natural in it. So this is what I want to discuss today. Like I said, I've received many of God's miracles. There is no doubt in my mind that there, that the Lord performs miracles. He, he solves problems through miracles. We saw, we can see a lot of that in the scriptures and he uses them like... Uh, but what we, what we need to understand about miracles is that there are certain things that a believer is not supposed to be craving for. And it's a sign that we are not living in God's best. We are not living in God's blessing. There are certain things that a believer should not always constantly pray to God for. One of them is miracles. Now, you can, depending on the state that you have, the, you, you can. You can ask God for a temporary fix until you get your faith strong, until you get your faith strengthened and invigorated by God's word. But a believer should not always cry out to God for healing. A believer should not always cry out to God for miracles. A believer should not always cry out to God for provision. God has said in his word, there are laws, there are principles that govern all of these things. The best way is to go after those principles and begin to apply them to your life. That is the every word that I'm talking about. It's a man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the matter of God. So, for instance, it is always better to avoid problems, which is the product of living in God's best or living in the blessing, than he is to be delivered out of them, which we often require a miracle. Let's take, for instance, you're traveling and uh, you know that you are not supposed to travel. You know, the Spirit of God, the inner witness in you, has already told you not to travel. Now, that's an instruction from God. That's a guidance from God. That's a word from the law. But eventually you did. You traveled. Now, there was a, there was an issue on the road. You had, you had an accident. Now, you needed a miracle to be delivered from the accident. No, the accident shouldn't happen in the first place. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So, 
That's exactly what I'm talking about. Now, God in his mercy, God in his power, in his sovereignty may deliver you. But you just, that happened to you because you are walking in disobedience. Now, may I submit to you that sometimes when people always constantly need miracles, it's because they are living contrary to the principles, to the laws of God. They are living in, in disobedience to the laws of God. They are ignoring the principles of God. And because of that, they always need a miracle. And this is not God's best for you. So if God has instructed you to do this, to do that, and you refuse to do it probably because you could not hear due to your your spiritual insensitivity or sterility and all of that, and you you went on that journey and something bad happened to you, now you needed a miracle for God to, 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 to rescue you, to deliver you from that problem. That is not God's best for you. So there are some reasons, you know, for miracle. Like I said, Miracle is like a bell that God uses to draw people unto himself. Now, you are not that person. Miracles are like a bell. They are like an incentive that God uses to draw people unto himself. If you are a Christian, God already draw you. God already draw you. You are already with God. God doesn't need to draw you anymore. So I believe that the people that God intended miracles for more are the people who are either not saved or still cannot. And they still need to experience God's love, God's mercy, God's goodness. But when you mature in the things of God, you will notice that you start having, you know, a reduced dependence on miracles. A reduced dependence on miracles. That's a sign of spiritual maturity. It's a sign of living in the blessings. So God did not intend that you will always need a miracle. So, like I said first, that miracle solves current crisis and it's a temporary fix. Why blessings prevent crisis? What, which one is better? Which one do you prefer? Is it a, a situation that, uh, where you, where your problem gets solved on a temporal basis? You need 5,000 error today, then you get 5,000 error supernaturally. What about tomorrow? What about next tomorrow? What about next year? What about next year? That's the kind of life I'm talking about. How about living in abundance where you don't need to trust God for money? How, you see, one, I believe that. Let me give you a, a, a picture now. Let me give you a picture, an illustration. The fish living inside the water does not, you know, does not need water. Why? Because it's actually living there. It's living there. It's living in God's best. So the fish does not need water. The fish only needs water when he is, when he's out of water. When you put a fish on the land, the fish is going to need water because the fish is not living in God's blessed for it. And that's a short illustration how God wants us to live. God does not want us to need miracles. He does not want us to need healing. He does not want us to need a financial miracle. God wants us to live in abundance. Say, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. He's not, I have not, I have, I have not come that I, you may have miracles and have more miracles and more miracles. I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That's exactly what I'm talking about today. Now, secondly, a blessing is always in more abundant supply than a miracle. How we, I'm trying to shift your mindset for a miracle mentality to a blessed life mentality. You see, God created us to express the blessing. When God created Adam in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, the Bible says, and God blessed him and God said to him, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it and have dominion. Adam didn't have to ask God for anything in Eden because in Eden there was provision. He didn't have to ask God. He didn't have to believe God. He didn't have to trust God for something. In Eden, in Eden, there is provision. Everything that Adam needed to lead life, to lead a glorious life, has been supplied to it. So one of the things we need to understand about miracles is that miracles are always in shorter supply. You cannot always have a miracle every day. That is why people don't become wealthy. People don't become rich through financial miracles. 
You can always have miracles every day. You cannot always lay hands on an empty gas to be filled up. You cannot always drive on a car without gasoline, without petrol. You can always have that every day. And because that's a suspension of natural law. And God intended that his natural laws will be in place. You cannot always walk on water every day. No matter how powerful you are. So we need to understand that God is a God of principles. And he created all of these principles to... For He created all of these principles for us. Now, that doesn't mean that God doesn't bend all of these principles. God can suspend principles for our sake to solve our problem as a temporary fix. But it's not God's will for us. So a blessing is always in abundant supply. Abundant supply. Than a miracle. Uh, than a miracle. And miracles, like I said, they are temporary fix. Why blessings are permanent solution. So, if you are always constantly believing God for a miracle, it's an indication that you are living in crisis. So, God's original intent for us is to live in the blessings. Is to live in the blessings. That everyone should be healthy. That everyone should be wealthy. That everyone should be prosperous. Let's go to Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. Say, Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law, being made a cause for us, for it is written, Cause is every word that angered on the tree. If you read subsequent verse, he said that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through the righteousness of faith. The blessings of Abraham. You see, Abraham was living in the blessing. He was not living from miracle to miracle. For instance, let, let me say this. You know, we're talking about financial miracle the other time. And by me saying that, some people might be like, okay, are you saying that God cannot give miracles? God cannot... God perform miracles. I already clarified that when I started. But let me illustrate it. For instance, some believers will trust God and pray for financial miracles, but they are not walking in the principles of God. They are not walking in the principles of giving. They are not walking in the principle, the principle of diligence, the principle of hard work, the principle of, uh, of, of value creation. They are not walking in that. They will not walk. They know God loves them. They are just counting on God for a miracle. And that's not the will of God for you. That's not the will of God for our lives. The word of God even says in Ephesians that he that does not walk, he should not eat. That's that's the word of God to you. He's saying that if you don't walk, you should not eat. So God already established a principle of labor. He has blessed He has blessed diligence. He has blessed walk. That's why you don't have to be a Christian to be prosperous financially because God has blessed diligence. So anyone who will be diligent in their work will experience financial increase, Christian or non-Christian. But for a Christian, you have the blessing of the Lord upon your wall. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs 10 verse 22 that the blessing of the Lord make it rich and it adds no sorrow to it. For instance, the Lord told us, instruct us to walk so that he will bless the work of our hands. He did not say that we should pray. He did not say that we should pray or should give and trust God that we will trust God for a financial miracle. This is not God's best. There are teachers, there are preachers who who does all of this. Instead of teaching the people the principles of God, the laws of God, the word of God, teaching people to give, teaching people to create value, teaching people to be consistent, teaching people to be excellent at their work, they will not do that. They would rather teach people to trust God for a miracle. This is living below the standard of God for life. This is not an excellent way to live. Second Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 10 says, For even when we were with you, this we commanded you that if any will not walk, neither should he eat. Do you see that? If anyone would not walk, neither should he eat. Now, that doesn't look like a supernatural thing. 
because we have been conditioned that the supernatural always means the miraculous. No, the supernatural does not always mean the miraculous. It doesn't always mean. Look at the times of the chapter 28, verse 12. It says that the Lord shall open up thee, open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in a season, and to bless all the work of thy hand, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. You have to be you have to be doing something. It's not that you're going to sit at home and you're going to trust God for a miracle, a financial miracle, and somebody come, uh, maybe, you know, from a fair distance that doesn't know you before and say, ah, God instructed me to give you a sum of $2 million. <laughs> that is the kind of life that most people are praying for. Look, another scripture in Luke chapter 6, verse 38 says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom, for with the same measure... That ye meet with her, it shall be measured to you again. You see, these are laws. These are commands. These are principles that when we live by them, we are going to experience God's blessing. We are going to experience the supernatural. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes, for, that comes out from the mouth of God. So, it is lack of faith in God's word that always makes, that always position people in a place where they always need a miracle from God. God's blessing will always prevent crisis. When you are living in God's best for your life in the area of your health, you will not need healing. Now, it doesn't mean that when you are sick, God is not going to heal you. But I am saying that is not the best way to... You know, one of the problems I have with people is that they don't even have it as a goal to live a blessed life. You know, some people might even come. You know, last week, you know, I had a stomachache and I laid hands on it and after that, it, 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 it disappeared. Then a few days later, it came back again. I laid hands on it. it disappear and today you know i had a headache a migraine i lay and suddenly pastor prayed for me and it disappeared and people can share all kinds of testimonies of healing like 10 of it in a month <laughs> as good as it may sound that's not god's best for you as good as it may sound that is not god's best for you you see the church is filled with christians giving testimonies of healings every now and then in the church healing is not supposed to be needed by christians no he said, eating is the children's bread. You are just supposed to eat it like the children's bread. But you have to come up. You have to step up to a point where you live in a state where you don't need healing. That is the blessed life that I'm talking about. You have to get to a point in your life where you don't need to trust God for money. Where you don't need to use your faith for money. To get money. God did not intend that we're going to use our faith to get money. That's not the best way to live. There are unbelievers that are wealthy. Living in abundance, they have, they have never used their faith to get money. So why is it that the believer is using faith to get everything? So, for instance, I, one of the one of the greatest mistakes of my life was always believing God for a miracle. Always believing God for a miracle. I thought is a proof. I, I I thought you know is a proof the manifestation of God's power. And it it took some time before I really realized that this is not the best way to live. And another thing about miracles is that you cannot predict it. If you say that God should bless someone with a financial miracle, you cannot pray. You cannot pray millions of dollars for people. You can't pray billions of dollars for people. And this, like I said, it's always in short supply. Why the blessing of God is is in abundant supply. All right. Still on the discussion, I want us to still understand the distinction between blessings and miracles. We've said that miracles only occur when we're in a crisis. It's better to be so blessed that we never need to have a miracle. That's God's bless for you. Miracles only occur when we're in crisis. What's a miracle? We've divined it earlier. A miracle is a suspension or superseding of natural law. God doesn't suspend his natural laws unless there is no other option. And he always reverts back to the normal operations of those laws. So when God gives you a miracle, he's suspending you know, a natural law. But that's not the way God wants us to live. See, we, okay, we're still going to talk about uh, 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 the manner. We've also said miracles are therefore a temporary fix. 
The longest lasting miracle recorded in scripture was the giving of the manna to the children of Israel as they wandered in the desert. That miracle lasted 40 years. That is the longest miracle that was recorded in the Bible. We only read that Jesus, you know, multiplied bread, multiplied uh, fish, you know, just once. We only read that in the Bible. We only read that in the Bible. So everyone knew, everyone knows Everyone should understand that the miracle of the manna was not God's best for the children of Israel. You see, if you need manna, it's an indication that you have not entered the promised land. It's an indication that you are not living in the promised land. It's an indication that you are not living in God's best. If you always need manna, because manna, even though it comes from God, is not God's best for our lives. Numbers chapter 23, verse 20 say, Blessing, uh, he said, once God behold, behold, I have received commandment to bless, and he has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. Numbers 23 verse 20. He said, behold, I have received commandment to bless, to bless, and he has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. So it tells us that God's blessing is, is is better than living on miracles because it's always in abundant provision. It sounds like repetition. That's all I have to say on uh, on today's podcast. Just consider which would you rather have: God's miracle of manna for forty years, or the blessing of or the blessing of living permanently in a land that flows with milk and honey? Which one would you prefer? It's it will shock you. That some people would prefer the manna where they don't do anything. You know, the children of Israel was not, they were not doing anything. And you have kinds of teachings like, uh, you know, you may not have to do anything. God can provide for you. No. In the land of Canaan, they had to till the ground. They had to cultivate the ground. They had to fight the giant, the Amalekites, before they could possess the land. That's living in God's best. So God's original intention for us is to live in the blessing. Is to live in the blessing. The only thing that can stop us from living in God's best is our unbelief or lack of cooperation, lack of agreement with God's laws, with spiritual laws, supernatural laws, supernatural law. So we need to cooperate with the word of God and live in God's word. So God's ori- original intention for us is to live in his blessing, is to live in his blessing. That's God's will for us, that the blessing of Abraham may come upon the righteous, that may come upon the Gentiles rather, through the righteousness of faith. I think that this is a very, very important thing. Galatians chapter 3 verse 14. You can find it in Galatians chapter 3 verse 14. So you may, you may be asking, okay, what is the blessing and how do we receive it? To begin with, the blessing of God is not things. The blessing of God will produce things, but the blessing isn't things. The blessing of God is not things, but it will produce things. That the blessing, Galatians 3 verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. It's through faith. Abraham's faith has come upon us through faith in Christ. And the blessing is in the things that Abraham possesses. Would you, would you want Abraham's animals that have been dead for 4,000 years? No, no, no. No, no, no. So what God is talking about is his divine favor that is already upon our lives. So right now you have the blessing of God upon your life. But it has to be mixed with faith to produce abundance in our spirit, in our soul, in our body. So there is much more the country. See, there is so much distinction between blessings and miracles that I've not even been able to present here. And see, and I feel that this is one of the foundational truth, the most foundational truth the Lord has ever introduced to me. So if you can make this slight, you know, shift, adjustment in your mind from a miracle mentality to a blessed mentality, you begin to experience God's blessing as never before. The good news is that you are already blessed. Right now, you are already blessed. You just need a consciousness of that blessing. You know, by practicing your faith, by 
meditating on God's word by having that consciousness of God's blessing. And the bad news is most don't know the power, the tremendous power of that blessing. So they would rather settle for less. They would rather go for a miracle. They would rather go for healing. The blessing of, of, of the Lord on your life will prevent you from being sick, to prevent you from being broke. And even if you find yourself in that condition, you know how to come out. You see, God can clear your debt, you know, just okay, you know, I love that. It is a miracle. Thank God for clearing my debt and everything's a financial miracle. But it's not always going to happen like that. So when it, many times we read scriptures, we read the, we read scriptures and we feel that oh, God performed miracle for this person. God performed the widow of Sarifa and all of that. Elijah just came and, you know, blessed her and there was a financial, supernatural supply, miraculous supply and all those things that we are expecting that one day to a prophet will come to our house and uh, what do you have in the house? Oh, I have just, uh, no, no, um, you know, just a, 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 a bottle of water and the prophet, you know, layers on the bottle of water and the bottle of water becomes <laughs> a water manufacturing company. That's exactly what we want, but that's not how God intend for us, intended for us to live. So if you receive this podcast, you know, with meekness in your heart, you will come to a place where you will never need a miracles. So when it comes to personal needs, miracles should be for people who don't have an understanding, eh? the understanding, the revelation of of God's blessing, the workings of God's blessing. But you don't have to let that be you. Don't let it be always you that needs a miracle from God. Don't let it be always you that type amen on every miracle that is posted on social media. You know, and all of those things. All the time. It's a sign you are not blessed. It's a sign you are not living the blessing. It's a sign you are not living the blessing. If you are always giving because you want to solve a problem, it's a sign you are not living the blessing. You need to step up and come to a place where you don't have to give because you want to solve a problem. This is what I want to share with you today. And I believe this has brought a tremendous blessing to you. All right. Till we meet again, I want you to live in a blessing and stop depending on miracles for your problem to be solved. All right. This is where we're going to draw the curtain for today. Till we meet again. God bless you. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Success Catalyst. And we hope it was a blessing to you. Kindly tune in again, same time, next week. If you have any comments, testimonies, and want to partner with DOTM Global, visit us online at www.dotmglobal.com.ng or comment on our Instagram page at Success Catalyst TV. If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. We also encourage you to practice as you learn. This podcast was made possible by friends and partners of David